This is the one I'm least excited about, so let's get it over with. Then why are we doing it? Because it's cool. Okay, say my name. Nathan? Evan? Today? Yep. We're talking about what happens to warlocks who break their pact. <gasps> oh, I think this thing's so cool. I know what you're talking about already. Oh my god, yes. They are very cool. We're talking about the Deathlock. Ugh. And all of the subtypes of God, Deathlock. I love warlocks so much. <sighs> warlocks are the best class. But Deathlocks, well, they're not that great, honestly. But they're cool. They're cool. They're, the idea behind them is cool. And like, that's why we do Monster Mondays. Exactly. Like, because we like cool things. Exactly. Doesn't like, always have to be great. Like our v- listeners. Yes, that's right. Shoutouts to uh, Andrew Liebman. Who always comments. You're a great guy. Absolutely. Shoutouts to Rob. Yes. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. And to you, nameless viewer, <laughs> drop a comment. Let yeah. us know who you are. Exactly. We'd love to say thanks, because you're awesome. And thanks for letting us ramble in your ears. Let me read to you from Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes. Please do. The forging of a pact between a warlock and a patron is no minor occasion, at least not for the warlock. The consequences of breaking that pact can be dire, and in some cases lethal. A warlock who fares, fails to live up to a bargain with an evil patron runs the risk of rising from the dead as the Deathlock, a foul undead driven to serve its otherworldly patron from beyond the grave. An extraordinarily powerful necromancer might also discover the dark methods of creating a Deathlock and then bind it to service, acting in this respect as the Deathlock's patron. Yeah, I'm already hard. Yeah, it's very cool. Like, I'm in. Deathlocks are obedient and obsessed. An overpowering urge to serve consumes the mind of a newly awakened Deathlock. All goals and ambitions it had in life that don't please its patron fall away as its master's desires become the purpose that drives the Deathlock. The creature immediately resumes work on its patron's behalf. Accomplishing a difficult goal might mean the Deathlock is forced to serve another powerful creature, or might entail in gathering servants of its own. Whatever the goal, it always reflects the patron's interests ranging from small-scale concerns to matters of cosmic scope. A deathlock in the thrall of a fiend might work to destroy a specific temple dedicated to a good god, while one that serves a great old one could be charged with hunting for the materials needed to call forth a horrifying entity into the world. Deathlocks are of undead nature, not requiring air, food, drink, or sleep. So they're cool cosmic lackeys. Yeah. Basically, I can get behind that. there are uh, three types of Deathlocks in this book, uh-huh. uh, ranging from CR 3 to 8. Oh, 3? Yeah. That's pretty low. It is a low one. That's lower than I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah. I'm like, They're not great. They're cool. Yeah, yeah. They're cool, but they're not great. They're like better better undead things. Yeah. Better undead. And better uh, undead, undead. spellcasting, basically, Okay, is, uh, is what they're all about. Okay. Um, they all uh, share a couple traits. Um they uh they're all undead uh they are all resistant to necrotic bludgeoning piercing and slashing from non-magical attacks that aren't silvered oh uh they're all immune to poison damage yep uh 
They cannot be exhausted or poisoned. Yep. Uh, they all uh, have dark vision, uh, which includes magical darkness. Oh, that's uh, neat. And then for languages, just the, whatever languages in that is life. the that is the Devil's Sight Eldritch Invocation. Oh, that is a nice little tie-in. That is a nice touch. I like that. Uh, they're all innate spellcasters yep. uh, and can cast detect magic, disguise self, and mage armor at will. Okay. Reasonable utility spells. Yep. Um, so we'll start with the lowest CR, the uh, Deathlock White. Bereft of much of its magic, a Deathlock White lingers between between the warlock it was and the deathly existence of a White, a special punishment meted out by certain patrons and necromancers. Uh, so these things have a AC of 12, uh, or 15 with mage armor. Uh, 37 hit points, so not that beefy. Uh, stats aren't great. Uh, strength 11, Dex 14, Con 16, Intelligence 2, Wisdom 14, and Charisma 16. Uh, they have Sunlight Sensitivity, unfortunately. Uh, Deathlock Whites have a multi-attack. Uh, they attack twice with their Grave Bolt ability, uh, which is a ranged spell attack with a plus 5 to hit, range of 120 feet, one target, and on a hit deals 1d8 plus 3 necrotic damage. So they've made Eldric Blast yeah. worse. Yeah, that's funny. Much worse. Yeah, but I mean, they're they're cool. Yeah, no, they're cool, and like I like that they also get to include. Uh, it deals force damage, necrotic. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it is supposed to be like a toned down Eldric Blast, but they yeah. still get the plus three because yep. it's like that's the agonizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eldric Blast invocation. Yeah. Okay. It's good. There's lots yeah. lots of nice little tie-ins. Lots of flake. Flavor. Uh, the Deathlock White also has a life drain attack. Uh, has a plus four to hit. Reach of five feet, one target. Uh, on a hit, deals 2d6 plus two necrotic damage. And the target must succeed on a DC 13 con saving throw, or its hit point maximum is reduced by an amount equal to the damage taken. Uh, the reduction lasts until the target finishes a long rest, and the target dies if this effect reduces its hit point maximum to zero. A humanoid slain by this attack rises 24 hours as a zombie under the white's control, unless the humanoid is restored to life or its body is destroyed. The white can have no more than 12 zombies under its control at one time. Oh, that's cool. It's a nice little... Uh... So it's the boss of the zomboys. Yeah, I mean, I could see this being like an early, early oh, boss. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like a couple level fives, yeah. 12 zombies in this. That yeah, seems yeah, like yeah. a pretty fair fight. Yeah. Uh, moving forward to the uh, Deathlock itself. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, AC 12 or 15 with mage armor. So this is CR 5? Uh, CR 4. Okay. So CR 3, 4, four 7 is the... 3, 4, 8. Three, four. Wow, okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, 36 hit points. Again, not that beefy. Pretty low, yeah. Not that beefy. Uh, has all of the resistances and immunities that we talked about earlier. Yep. Um, uh, is a 5th level spellcaster... Uh, and its spellcasting ability is Charisma, just like Warlocks. It regains its expended spell slots when it finishes a short or long rest, which is another nice yep. little Warlock ability, and knows the following Warlock spells. Uh, Chill Touch, Eldritch Blast, Mage Hand, classic, yep. classic bread-and-butter cantrips, um, and can also cast uh, Arms of Hadar, Dispel Magic, Hold Person, Hunger of Hadar, Invisibility and Spider Climb. 
just like to say that Hadar is my boy. Oh, yeah? His spells are so cool. He does have cool ones. And those are all good ones. Yeah. A couple utility, a couple damage. Yep. Good little blend. A little, uh, little crowd control. Yep. Uh, a cool uh, ability that the Deathlock has uh, is turn resistance. Okay. Uh, the Deathlock has advantage on saving throws against any effect that turns undead. That is good to have. Nice little flavor. Yep. Um, and as an action, uh, it only has one, uh, which is its Deathly Claw. Uh, it's a weapon attack, a melee weapon attack, plus four to hit, reach of five feet, one target, and on a hit deals 2d6 plus two necrotic damage. Okay. So I'm just going to take a sec to say like uh, a, a rule of monsters. So for some newer DMs who might be confused... Why this thing has spells, but then its only action is to, like, attack. You can forego, like, if it says action claw, you don't need to make that action. No, not you can, at all. Like, you can cast other spells, which I know might seem like a lot, like, make, like, a lot of sense to, like, most people. But I feel like that is something that's, it's just not explained very well. Yeah, I guess so. So, like, if you ever have a monster that has, like, multiple actions, and it says, like, this thing makes two slam attacks... But then it also has a breath mm-hmm. that deals 45 damage mm-hmm. and stuns everybody. You can, instead of you doing the slam attack, choose to do the breath. Yeah. And that replaces the entire action. Do people really not know that? Well, I don't know. It's just, it's not explained anywhere. That's true. Like, it's just a, a point to be made. Especially yeah. when the, like, the book says, this creature makes two attacks with yeah. its slam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, then why, there are all these sweet other abilities. Yeah. You can use them. So, you choose. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify that. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, moving on to the uh, final Deathlock variant here, uh, is the Deathlock Mastermind. Though Deathlocks exist to serve their patrons, they retain some freedom when it comes to devising particular tactics and carrying out their plans. Powerful Deathlocks recruit lesser creatures to help them carry out their missions, and in this capacity, become masterminds behind vast conspiracies and intrigues that culminate in the accomplishment of great acts of evil. Uh, AC 13, or 16 with mage armor, again. So 16. Yeah, not, 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 nothing crazy. Uh, hit points 110. Okay. So quite, quite a bit more than... Uh, Almost triple. Yep. Than or the not average. more than triple. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, stats, again, nothing really to write home about, um pretty much on par with the uh, Deathlock and Deathlock White. Uh, the Deathlock is a 10th level spellcaster. Okay. Um, and regains its spell slots at the same time as a normal Deathlock would. Uh, the Deathlock Mastermind cantrips uh, are Chill Touch, Mage Hand, Minor Illusion, and Poison Spray. So no, no longer can cast Eldritch Blast. Interesting. Yep. So what happened there mechanically is that it Leveled up, decided to switch out a cantrip, yeah, and learned a new one. Exactly, exactly. Don't do that, Warlocks. Keep Eldritch Blast. Yeah, Eldritch Blast is like the bomb. It's the best spell in the game. Force damage is ridiculous. Um, the Deathlock Mastermind also has two 5th level spell slots, with which it can cast Arms of Hadar, Blight, Counterspell, Crown of Madness, Darkness, Dimension Door, Dispel Magic, Fly, Hold Monster, and Invisibility. 
those are all awesome. That's a great spell list. That is a... I'm a very big fan of that. That's a player spell list. That's a, that, that is a player spell list. Yeah. That is... I'm a big fan of that spell yep. list. Uh, and the Deathlock Mastermind also has turn resistance. Okay. Uh, the It also has the Deathly Claw attack. It's yep. just a little bit more of a beefed like up version. 2d8. 3d6 plus 3. Okay. Uh, so a little bit beefed up. Yeah. Uh, it also has the Grave Bolt ability that the White had. But um, it deals more than 1d8 plus four, 3. 4d8 necrotic on oh, a hit. Whoa. Yeah. That's a big increase. Yeah, that is a big jump. Oh, um, no uh, wonder it doesn't have Eldritch Blast anymore. Yeah, it has a it has a cool little uh, extra tidbit as well, uh, along with that. Tell me, it's a recharge ability. Uh, no, no, it's a it's an action. Okay. Uh, but if the target is large or smaller, it must succeed on a DC 16 Strength saving throw or become restrained as shadowy shadowy tendrils wrap around it for one minute. A restrained target can use this action to repeat the saving throw, ending the effect on itself on a success. At the end of its turn? Yes. Have you ever watched Naruto? Yes. That is Shadow Paralyzation Jutsu. That's right. Shikamaru. That's my boy. Oh, yes. Love that guy. But that's a cool... These are all really cool. Yeah, that's a cool little... Uh, it's sort of yeah. Eldritch Blasty. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. 48 yeah. Eldritch Blasty. Yeah. And that, like, restraint ability is really cool. You're like, the fighter's getting all up in this guy's biz. Mm-hmm. So it's all just like, nope. Yep. Just fly away. Or restrain. Does restrain stop hand movements? Uh, I don't remember. Because so. if so, then it stops spell casting. I think restrain reduces your speed to zero. And That's grappled. Attacks against you have advantage. Man, if only we could like look this up. But we're not going to. That's right. We're just probably going to be wrong. Great. I love it. <laughs> um, these guys are super cool. They are. I love warlocks. Yep. I love anything that has to do with warlocks. Yep. I want to be a warlock. <laughs> I mean... You're a warlock in my eyes. Aw, oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, These guys are great for the early to mid stages of the game. Yep. I can totally see, like, these guys being able to recur. Mm-hmm. You know, bring them... Bring it back. Great little uh, little plot device yep. for you DMs out there. Absolutely. As a an additional uh, exciting little nugget. Oh, I uh, like nuggets. I I won't get I won't go too in depth on this. Uh, but each of these has an alternate spell list, um, depending on what its patron is. Oh, like great old one. Fiend. Exactly. Exactly. How many alternate spell lists are there? Uh, there are three. So is great old one fiend and archfey. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I just read the the baseline yeah. abilities that it has without including those extra spells. Exactly. Can I hear the alternate ones for the most powerful one? Is that cool? Uh, for the mastermind, yeah. Yeah. You want to hear all of them? Give me the feed of the archfey. Okay. You don't want great old one? That's, well, I feel that, like that's the, your jam. I feel like the fiend and the archfey are the two most applicable to the average game. Sure. Uh, so for the mastermind, the uh, fiend patron spell list is blindness, deafness, mm. burning hands. Mm. Command, mm-hmm. Fire Shield, Fireball, Flame Strike, Hellish Rebuke, Scorching Ray, Stinking Cloud, and Wall of Fire. Fuck. It can only cast two. It only has two I spell slots, that. though. So does that replace the other spell list or include with? Uh, By replacing some or all. Oh. Yes. So you can even tailor it yourself. Yeah, you can, you can pick and choose. That's even cooler. Yeah. 
Because, like, a fifth level fireball and, like, a flame strike mm-hmm. is a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, fireball's so really Fireball's so really broken. Good. Fire- Wizards, <laughs> I appreciate what you've done. It's a classic. It's a classic. I don't actually think fireball needs to be changed. No. Uh, as for the Archfey, uh, it can cast a blink, dominate beast, dominate person, Ooh. fairy fire, greater invisibility, hunger of Hadar, hypnotic pattern, phantasmal force, seeming, and sleep. Dominate person is a scary spell. Hypnotic pattern is a scary spell. You think so? Yeah. Do you know hypnotic pattern? Yeah, it's the one that like... It's really, really... Everything that sees it, like, goes to sleep or something? No, it's better than that. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. It is Maybe way, I don't know it. Maybe I'm an idiot. That. Here, let me read it out to you. So it's a casting time of one action, a range of 120 feet, and is concentration up to one minute. Each creature in a 30-foot cube who can see must make a wisdom save. On a failure, the creature becomes charmed. While charmed by this spell, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. Okay. The spell ends for a creature if it takes any damage or if someone uses an action to snap it out of the trance. Oh, no save? No. And when does the the original save happen? When it enters it or starts its turn there? When it can see where you've placed the pattern. Oh. So if it's in... So like if it, I I would I would say if it begins its turn and it is within the thirty feet and can see, uh, I don't know. Or is it just like a one time? I save? think it's just a one time okay. save. Okay, but that's still really good. Yeah. But yeah, dominate person it terrifies me. You uh, ever get your wizard? Here, let me look it up. Slashed here. by your fighter. That's not it. <laughs> have you ever have you ever had your warlock backstabbed by your rogue? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I have. I'm pretty sure we talked about it that in sucks. episode one. <laughs> Ghosts suck. Yep. I hate them. Yep. They're cool creatures, but I hate them. Yeah, Dominate Person is a scary one. Yeah. Dominate Person would be a cool spell to have as a player, though. Yeah. I want to dominate a king. Ooh, yeah. That's my that's my kink. All right. Uh, let's do a little EEB with these bad boys. Enemy, encounter, boss. That's the one. Do you want to, do you want to lead this one? I feel like I usually do. No, I like it when you do it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, we have a kind of a perfect spread of CR to Mm -hmm. do exactly what we just said. You know, you start them off with an enemy. Perhaps you come across a scene where a, uh, a white is collecting their freshly reanimated zombie corpses mm-hmm. from the uh, passenger buys that they just killed. And then suddenly you're into some sort of random battle for, uh, you know, the to pro- not protect because they're already dead, but restore some of their uh, dignity to the undead. <clears throat> Basically what I'm trying to say is that you come across, a, you know, your typical run-of-the-mill undead encounter... But instead of having one undead that is like two zombies put together to make one, you just get one of these bad boys instead. Yeah. And then your, so that's your encounter and the little enemy action where all of a sudden, you know, in camping, you hear it shuffling and it's, it's another zombie 
and you can like you're like oh i just killed zombies <laughs> this, is, this is a zombie place. This is a zombie place. It's a, you're actually on an Indian burial ground. No, you can't say that. I have to take that out. Do you? Yes. Okay, so a zombie crawls out of the woods, and then you're fighting again, and then you see. So perhaps in the first like encounter, um, the like zombie, the the white guy like gets away. Or his patron is nearby and like interrupts and he's like obviously way too powerful. Mm-hmm. But now you're a thorn in his side, so they keep sending them after you. And then the like boss fight is just the um mastermind. Yeah. Or like this could be like a sweet uh kind of like pre boss to your classic like necromancer trying to become a lich. Yeah. Uh kind of thing. I, I see these guys more as mini bosses. Yeah, like I don't I mean they can be like part of an arc boss, but yeah. they're not like Boss, boss. Yeah, you know? no, no, Just because no. you call something a boss doesn't mean it needs to be the end of the game, right? Yeah, that's true. Like, we just fought the uh, Fire Giant Destroyer, and that was a boss. But that but was not, uh, yeah. I mean, it was hard as fuck. That was a horrible, horrible we, fight. I mean, we won. We did. Because Polymorph is overpowered <laughs> and stupid. More or less, we fought a giant, yeah, Fire Giant, wasn't it? Yeah, Fire Giant Devastator? Dreadnought. Dreadnought. From from Volo's guide, yeah. and on turn one, Nathan polymorphed it into a squirrel, and we ran away as far as we could. <laughs> yeah, and then I polymorphed something else into a giant ape. Well, three or four times. Yeah, because polymorph. Yeah, polymorph is really good. Just baseline, like the one hundred and thirty-two hit point heal that yeah. polymorph gives you. Oh yeah, already absurd. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, back to the topic. These guys are super cool. You can use them as the bosses before the boss. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a range of CRs, so you can introduce them at the earlier levels. Mm-hmm. Like, even just, you know, uh, somebody's kid goes missing, mm-hmm. and then they're found in the, like, fields shuffling three days later as a zombie. Mm-hmm. That's already spoop. Yeah. That's spoopy. Yeah. So then, now all of a sudden you have to investigate, and then you find this zombie white, or sorry, this death lock white, and then you're like, oh, what's this? And then, you know, you, like kind of somehow find out that it has a leader or like mm-hmm. a master and you're like oh why does it have a master and then suddenly f- there's all these you know uh death locks and each one is more powerful than the last and finally the last one even shows signs of being able to like cast high level spells yep and you're like wow ah depending on how new your players are you could even set up like like the Deathlock mastermind is is as the boss as the boss oh, absolutely and then they they beat that and then Big they reveal. Find out. Exactly. Wasn't actually the boss. Nope. Don't look at the guy behind the curtain because he's yeah, two times that's as powerful. Right. That's right. <laughs> it's yeah. uh it's cool though, because I feel like even for an experienced player, if you had this thing described to you, yeah. it's very hundred oh, percent I would think so so unique. Yeah. It's like, well, is this like a shitty lich? I would definitely think that this was be the thing that was causing everything that like mm-hmm. that has been happening. Yeah. And it's still just like a lackey yeah. of something else. Yeah. But a cool thing. So here's a cool thing that DMs can do that I had to like have explained to me. You can have like delayed storytelling. So there's like a village where all this shitty zombie thing is happening. And then you go and you fight and then you fight and then you fight and you fight. And you like end up in your underground cave system on the mountainside or whatever. Yeah. And then you kill this mastermind. 
And they're like, sweet, we're done. So then they leave the village, mm. but they're not actually done. Yeah, no. So then you travel around the world, and, you know, two months real time later, they hear a town crier talking about how whatever town they just thought they liberated oh, is now that. a ghost town. Yeah. And when they go back, there's still a bunch of zombies all over the place. Yep. And now they're thinking, what the fuck's going on? We saved this place. Exactly. And that's where you bring in the big boss. Yes. And you show him... With a group of masterminds, like five or six of them, oh. and you like suddenly his power is put into scope, yeah, or its powers, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and you're like, holy shit, the thing that was the boss for us is it's now like, some... yeah, something for him, yeah, and then that's like a cool like like power reveal scope yeah, kind of thing, yeah, and that's like pretty long term thinking, but I had like. Again, until pretty recently, had never thought about a story like that. Like, yeah, no. Slow burners are sometimes really cool. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of other people are like, well, yeah, duh, that's how storytelling should happen. But I am in, like, I'm not a trained <laughs> novelist. I've, like, I took my high school English and ran. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I'm a computer scientist. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I've read lots of fantasy books, but I've, I guess I've just never put it into practice. So this, this is kind of the thing where you can how you can translate lower level enemies mm-hmm. into the later game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, you can always just use them as a show of like, holy shit. I love that. This guy's big. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Use Deathlocks. Yeah. They're cool. Warlocks are awesome. Yep. Be a warlock, buy a warlock, do a warlock, play a warlock, use a death lock, 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 lock. Never become a Deathlock. Yeah, try not to become a Deathlock. Yeah, that'd be better. Be a good Warlock in your lifetime. Well. Or be a be good at being bad. Yes. Yeah. Unlike you. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>